Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bike Talk with Mike and Robert. Today, we're going to talk about what to look for when getting your bike ready for spring. Make sure you pay attention because this valuable information can not only save you some money, but can also save you from injury or even worse. So, hey, uh, Robert, uh, how are you today, anyhow? Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> get that out of the way. <laughs> Well, I got I, I got a cup of coffee and I got it actioned and Isis Rose is sitting here and blissfully ignoring us. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh, yeah she's like okay, you know she just looked up and she's like yeah dad okay all right so the dog's good I have coffee the world is all right. <laughs> that's hey that's awesome um, today so basically Robert why don't you go ahead and start us off with your top items to check on. Uh, when getting a bike ready for the riding season. Yep. Yeah, sorry. My, my coffee must not have kicked in. That was a yawn there. Um, well, uh, for spring things, I'm going to uh, borrow a phrase from uh, a friend of mine who is in the cavalry in the U.S. Army, and they have a, a saying, uh, the horse, the saddle, and the rider. So the first thing about your spring things to do is let's check on the bicycle. One of the first things you need to do is air up your tires. Mm -hmm. You want to check the pressure rating on the tire in terms of pounds per square inch. That's PSI. And depending upon the bike, road bikes generally have 100 PSI. Uh, Also, there'll be another rating in atmospheres, and that's whatever times generally 30. Right. Um, but we're dealing with PSI in America. We're in America. Okay. So your road bike tires are generally 100. Your hybrid bike tires are generally 75 to 80. Your mountain bike tires are 40 to 60. Your BMX tires are 30 to 45. Kind of there. Um, but always look on the sidewall of the tire. Find where it says whatever PSI, 100, 60, whatever. Do not exceed that pressure. True. So when you use a floor pump, it's a lot easier. But if you're going to use an airline at, say, a gas station or off a powerful compressor, you're going to want to put in short bursts of air. You don't want to just put it on and leave it on because that can blow the tire off in your face. And then you're buying another tube. So you <laughs> check and make sure you got your pressure and know what it is. Going to use an air chuck? On a, off a powered compressor, put a couple of bursts of air in, just make sure, look at the tire, make sure that the bead is sitting onto the rim. That means that there's a serrated area at the edge of the tire, and it's not showing too much, and it's not, not showing at all. So you want to see a little bit of the top of the bead all the way around between the rim and the tire. That's to make sure that it's fitting. Mm-hmm. And you want to look on both sides because you can pump up on one side, it looks beautiful, and the other side, well, it's coming off the rim, <laughs> and it's about to go boom. <laughs> We've all done yeah. that before. <laughs> yes, I knew it 
semi-regularly. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's, you got pressure and then you got fit. And then after you've got it up to the rated pressure and it's sitting on the rim. Now, if it starts to bulge out, let the air out, massage the tire back into place and then start back over. Right. Now, once you've done those two things, you've got your tire, you, you, you got your tire at its proper pressure, it's set it on the rim. You want to inspect the tread of the tire because now you have pressure behind it and you want to make sure that the tread is staying on the tire itself. The tread is a band of rubber that's added after the casing is made. Over the winter, it can dry rot, it can crack, it can start to come away. If it started to do that, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that's a new tire. Mm-hmm. You also want to inspect the sidewall yes. because, one, that will dry rot as well. Also, you may have been riding and not noticed it, but over the course of riding your last ride or before, you could have hit a rock or something on the road and taken a cut or a chunk out of the side of the sidewall which is then going to explode in your face or leave you stranded 25 miles out on the champion loop or 15 miles in at Ann Springs. Yeah. Neither of those things are very good because it means you're either calling an Uber or your wife or your husband, (laughs) your boyfriend, girlfriend, put in blank significant other here. Yeah. (laughs) And that's no fun. You want to be writing. Exactly. So that's the, the first thing is to make sure that, your tires are your tires are up for pressure. They're fitted, and they're still in good shape. The second thing, and we're still kind of on the horse and saddle to the thing here, um, is lubrication. For your chain, you want to take a rag and grab the chain and crank the chain through the rag, and this will knock off the excess dirt, grunge, grease, whatever. You also want to check the little jockey wheels on your derailleur and make sure they're clean, Mm -hmm. because you can build up dirt and grind there. So you do that, and that way you can look at your chain and make sure it's not bad, bad link or link not lining up or something. Um, If you pedal backwards you lean your bike up against the counter in the kitchen you can turn the cranks backwards and if you hear a click click as it goes through the derailleur then you have a stiff link so this is where your lube comes in you want to use a teflon based lube white lightning silk motor x there's there's tons of them we sell them a lot of places sell them you want to lubricate the chain but you want to take that one spot where that link is stiff and you want to push the chain together until it pivots up into a mountain. Right. Then you want to flex it back and forth away from you, not up and down, back and forth. And what that's going to do is open those plates that are pressed or rusted together. Then you want to push that same point downward into a valley and do the exact same thing. But you make sure that you've lubed that point, mm-hmm. and that should get rid of your stiff link. Okay, your Teflon liquids and waxes will flow in and solve that problem. Don't worry about a little bit of surface rust. Don't worry about grinding it off or anything. It'll ride off on its own. Right. The next thing is you want to use a good bike oil, and you want to go to wherever there's a pivot on your bike, like where your brakes 
pivot as they close. Like on a road bike, there's a, there's a center bolt or a side bolt. You put a drop oil there. You look at your derailleur and the pins that go through your derailleur that hold your derailleur together, those are riveted in. And you want to put a drop oil on those pivots. And then you want to do that on the front and the rear derailleur. Do the same thing on your brakes. Uh, if you've got mechanical discs with the arm that moves when you pull the cable, you want to put a drop oil on that arm at the base. The other thing is, is and this requires a little bit of flipping the bike around, um, very light oil, generally like the Teflon wax you use on the chain, you can slip that down onto the wires on your brake and shifter wires, your dryer cables. You put it on the cable itself and let it flow down inside the housing. Right. And that will help push out any water and lubricate it. Now, generally you want to have those greased, but if they're greased, you can still get water in them. The lube will help knock that down and allow you to shift and brake without messing up anything, and it'll generally stop any rust that's happening. Hmm. Absolutely. So you, yeah, you've gotten that. Check your saddle. Make sure the dog has not gotten to your saddle. <laughs> yeah. Your dog sometimes will find your saddle tasty. <laughs> your cat will sometimes decide to go, oh, look, it's a new scratching post Daddy brought me. <laughs> so, yeah. So we've, we've gone over the horse, and now we're on to the saddle part. Um, shorts. Make sure you have a good pair of shorts, because if you have not ridden your shorts in a while, the problem is, is the pad can dry out. True. Now, generally what you want to use is Lubiderm, hand lotion, and soap it down. Let that sink in before you ride. Do not do this right before you ride. Do this <laughs> well before you ride. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Do this well before you ride. We don't want any complaints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do not want to be coming back on, oh, that is not going to be good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you want to make sure your shorts are in good shape. So um, Actually, helmet. helmet. Sure your, your helmet is not two years old. Well, that's that's exactly uh, Robert. That's what I wanted to say next is is basically besides the obvious, what what you've already discussed with the bike itself, you know. And this is the question actually that that you know our riders out there, our listeners should ask. You know, what should riders be mindful of when getting their gear for the spring? And you mentioned you know the shorts. Um, now we're on to the helmet. So, you know, you know, please, you know, emphasize this, you know, the safety. This is the most important safety tool um, with the helmet. Well, besides your brain going, oh, bad place. Don't put, don't put bike there. Uh, <laughs> don't put bike in front of tractor trailer truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bad spot. <laughs> tractor trailer truck, that's bad touch. Exactly. No, no, bad touch. But the, the first thing is keep your head on a swivel, but. Safety gear, yeah. Good pair of shorts. Make sure your shorts are in good good shape. Helmet. You should replace your helmet every two to three years minimum. No more than three years because just incidental bangs and dings and dropping it and, you know, throw it in the back seat of the car or the back of the truck or on the counter or wherever. Um, and just age and ultraviolet light will break down the the polystyrene the helmets are made out of absolutely so you want to make sure your helmet's in good shape um 
Also, something to do before your ride is sometimes people sweat. Take a little Febreze and go over the inside of that helmet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and let that let that air out. Don't, don't immediately strap that on and go. You're, you're not going <laughs> to like it. So make sure you kind of Febreze that a little bit just to keep it good or whatever kind of, you know, deodorant spray that you use on your clothes. You can use on the helmet liner. You can take the helmet liners out, wash them in the sink, let them dry, dose them down with a little bit of that, and put them back in. True. Um, and if you need helmet liners, a lot of times your helmet is now out of date. Getting the exact same helmet liners is not really possible in many cases unless you have a very expensive helmet and they've continued the design. True. You can, on the other hand, take... Most new helmet liners, because your lining pads Velcro in, and just stick new ones in. True. And go. Yeah, because they're, they're accomplishing the same thing. Um, the other thing, you know, on this is kind of the saddle part still, uh, gloves. Riding gloves are great because, one, they keep your hands from, from hurting. The other thing is if you crash, the first thing 99.9% of the people in the world do is stick their hand down. Absolutely. You don't want to stick your hand down on a root stop or a rock or the nope. asphalt that's oh. steep. No, yeah. no, no. That's terrible. No. <laughs> Gloves are helmets for the hands. Absolutely. And the, the very few people have real leather gloves anymore. Um, most of the gloves are synthetic leather. Mm-hmm leather play leather so the thing to do again is your hand lotion that you use on your on your shorts same thing put a dab in the palm smack your gloves together rub that into the leather and then just leave them now if you need to wash your gloves because they've kind of gotten a little icky the play leather does not mind water but it will be stiff yeah so again sink dawn hot water Throw them on a towel, let them dry out. Put some hand lotion on your hands and then a dab in the center of the glove. But you want to put your gloves on with some hand lotion in your hands. Put a, put a dab on in each glove and then rub that in with the gloves on your hands. Then take them off. Let them finish drying. You don't want to let the gloves dry all the way, whether, it was, whether it's leather or synthetic leather. You want to get some hand lotion on them first. So you take them off, let them dry, and you're fine, and then you grab them. And you can Febreze your gloves, too, because, yes, they will do the same thing. They yeah. will not like yeah. the smell. If you Seriously. sweat, sweat will create that stench. Well, yeah, and, uh, boy, we are just in the... Uh, we're in that part of the country that uh, <laughs> you sweat. <laughs> it gets a little warmer in the summer around here, <laughs> and uh, I ain't. If you're not sweating, then you're dehydrated, and you need to immediately drink water because you are about to really seriously fall out, and yep. may require the services of an ambulance, exactly, or an Uber. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yes. So, so yeah, and another thing. That's now we're going. This is still kind of in the saddle issue. Take your bottles, your Camelback, whatever. Clean them out. Scrub oh, them out. Yep. Vinegar, white vinegar will get rid of any flavor in plastic. Your Tupperware at home, you can get spaghetti in it. Oh, oh nope. Mm-hmm. White vinegar and hot water. Mm-hmm. 
clean your bottles, clean your Camelback, get that clean, and that way you're not catching anything. Oh, oh, it's just a little bit of black mold. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people said in the Middle Ages. Oh, it's just a little, it's just a little bit of red. <laughs> so yeah, you want to you want to kind of make sure your bottles are clean. And uh, sunglasses, great thing to have. Now we're getting on to the rider part. Well, so yeah, sunglasses yep. are a thing. That's, so, that's def- definite. Sungla- I mean, sunglasses you have to have, so it's especially for a safety issue, you know, if you're riding into the sun, you know, in a nice sunny morning in beautiful South Carolina, you can't see what's coming your way. You know, that's that's nope. huge. Um, you know, but, you know, yeah. but let me, uh, let me, let me, let me just say, say this, you know, to everybody real quick. Th- these things that Robert's talking about, this doesn't only apply to seasoned riders, but to also new riders as well. You know, we know that some folks might have gotten a brand new bike over the holidays and, you know, heck, maybe they're fulfilling a New Year's resolution by riding, you know, because this, this is a healthy lifestyle habit. You know, whatever the case, these are important tips to keep in mind. But, you know, that's we just want you all to know that this is geared towards everybody, not just the seasoned riders as well. Um, and with one more thing before we continue... And I'll let Robert finish. We, let's take it. We're going to take a moment and thank College Cycles Bike Shop for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, you know, it's a bike shop that's been in business in the same location for over 30 years. Now they have everything you need to ride or even race. Whether, whether it is road, mountain, BMX, or just cruising around, make sure you check out College Cycles at 361. That's 361 Oakland Avenue in Rock Hill, South Carolina. They're located right next door to Winthrop University. You can also check them out on Facebook and on their website at collegecycles.co. That website address is collegecycles.co. And again, for Facebook, it's going to be at College Cycles Bicycle Shop. So now back to the show. And Robert, you know, basically, you know, if, if you have to, if you have to put it in a nutshell for these tips that you've given, which are quite a lot, um, you know. What is the one thing that you would say is the most important, you know, that people have to look at when they're getting their bikes ready for the for, for the season? Well, you gotta get the rider ready. Yeah. So you gotta get the you gotta get the bike. You gotta get the 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 horse in this case. You that's the first thing. Then you gotta get the saddle, which is the second thing. And getting you know, getting those aspects of ready to ride. I mean, get, you know, helmet, shorts, gloves. I mean, those things, because you need those. So that's kind of the saddle part of it. And now the, the most important thing is the rider, because, yep. you know, the bike bike is a mechanical is a mechanical horse. Um, but the, the rider is, the, the rider brings it all together. Correct. One Correct. of the first things you really want to do is stretch out. <laughs> Absolutely. Do some stretching before you get on the bike. You don't want to stretch after on the bike because that means you've had a Charlie horse or something. Um, so light stretching. Um, there's dozens and dozens of websites on this, but, you know, stretch out. Do toe touches. Throw your leg up on a, on a, on a, on, on the, on the fender of your car or the bumper and lean over and stretch and get your back loose, get your arms loose things like that. So kind of stretch out. You don't have to 
You don't have to do yoga position 473, <laughs> the French flying corkscrew. Uh, no, you just want to stretch. Or down. You want to do, you know, to get, yeah, to get ready for this. Do some light exercises. Do some lunges, things like that. Um, you know, do, um, and this is something that um, you can do in the shower, is stand close to the wall so you've got support and just go up on your toes and do that 20 times or something like that. And that starts to stretch out your tendons and Achilles and things like that, the tendons and everything. It starts to tone up the muscles a little bit. Right. And you don't have to do tons of it, but just some of it. You want to stretch. You want to get limber. Um, you want to make sure you drink water before you go. Um, now, there's a lot of these energy sports drinks. Do not drink Red Bull. Nope. That's not a bite thing. Neither is more, more for loco or any of that stuff. Or monster. If you're going to use something monster, none of that stuff. That's horrible for you. That that that'll kill you. Yep. But any of the sports drinks, the mixes, I'm going to recommend that you cut them in half because to me and a lot of other people, they need to be half strength because when you're out there on the bike, trust me, it's going to be sweet enough. Your body is going to make it sweet enough for you because you're just going to go, oh, wow, hey, something besides water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So hydrate, get some, get, get some kind of, even if it's Gatorade, cut it by half. And I don't care what kind of Gatorade, but cut it by half. And then don't start out as your first ride doing a 100-miler no. or go, oh, yeah, oh, there's this mountain bike ride, and it's a 40-mile trail over in Clemson. Yeah, let's go do that. No, don't. <laughs> start slow. Do, do, do 10. Do 5, 10 miles. Uh, just ride around the neighborhood on the mountain bike before you hit the trails. Get reaccustomed to it. The hybrids, same thing. Road bike, same thing. Don't go out and do a 100-mile century on your road bike you're going to end up falling out <laughs> exactly so get you know do some neighborhood rides one to get your technical skills back up because you kind of let them go a little bit when you weren't riding but you get your technical skills back up know what to do whoa, 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 whoa. better to fall onto the grass on the side of the road than at the intersection in the middle of wherever and do something a little more painful yeah. So, you know, get your skill set back up. Practice weaving, things like that. Braking when you know just going down the road. Make sure there's no cars running around. Hit the brakes a couple of times. So you remember how well those work, and go with that. I, I will build up to your longer rides. Well, exactly. Don't, go ahead, Robert. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, build up to a longer ride, but don't you know? On a road bike, start out do 20 miles. Ah. Uh, the, the doorbell has just rang. <laughs> well, well, Robert, we can go ahead and uh, let you take care of that, and um, I'll go ahead and, and, and finish this out, and uh, everybody will be ready for our next show with Robert, and uh, we, you know, Robert will be back the next show. All right. Yeah. And people can send questions. Exactly. You can uh, send questions. Email us yeah. or even hit us up on Facebook and ask questions, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll always be here for you, so, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. And Robert will be back yeah. on the next show. Yeah, man. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Robert. We'll see. You, we'll see. We'll see you the next show. Yeah. All right. Bye, bye. Bye.
All right, everybody. So we've discussed some ways to get your bike in shape for the season and, and getting you in shape. So these were some great points to, to go over today. These helpful tips will not only save you time and money, but could help you avert tragedy as well. So take some time, give your bike a good look over, but if you're not comfortable doing so, take your bike to your local shop for qualified people to do this. If you're in Rock Hill, bring your bike, bring your bike on, bleh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long day already. Bring your bike on by and Robert will make sure you will be safe this season. Okay, so, you know, thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. Make sure you listen to the next episode as we will discuss some new bikes and gear to get you revved up for this riding season. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at, at Bike Talk Podcast. That's, again, at Bike Talk Podcast on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at collegecycles.co. Again, that's collegecycles.co. And thank you all, and stay safe out there, and have a wonderful weekend.